Welcome to the LBC Sermon Podcast. This podcast is recorded live at Love Beyond Church in Harveston, Johannesburg, every Sunday at 9am, and may include the sounds of God's creation and our scenic environment. Join us as we press into the heart of God and His will for our lives. Welcome. just thank you lord for your love we father we thank you that nothing can separate us from your love father i thank you that neither height nor depth nor length nor width can separate us from your love so father today as we minister your word father i pray father that whatever is not from you let it fall on deaf ears father father we just pray that you be glorified that you be honored father that you get priority you get first place today father in our hearts father so father as pastor andre was praying father we just we come against anything that tries to exalt itself above the name of jesus we thank you lord that today let your love be manifest in this place in jesus name hallelujah well welcome everyone it's awesome to have you all here today family and people that are watching by way of the live feed, bless you. We thank you for tuning in. If you're on the live feed, share it, tag someone, whatever you do on the social media, just do it. Because um, it's important that this gets out. Amen. As I was preparing for today, I went for a walk. I normally do that. I try to spend a bit of time with the Lord just walking and allowing Him just to talk to me and to minister to me. And... What the Lord started speaking to me about was the importance of us allowing our hearts to be open to the inpouring of His love. And God is wanting to pour out His love into your heart this morning. You know, we have so, we have so many issues. We have so many things that we carry around with us. You know, um, in the natural, the world is not an easy place. You know, the reality of it is that there are very real struggles. There are very real hardships. There are very, very, well, there's bad things that we have to deal with on a daily basis. You know, um, illness, finances, the pressures of life. But God says, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. He says to us that do not worry or be anxious about anything, but with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Make your definite requests known to Him. And He also tells us to cast all our cares upon Him, and He will take care of us. Amen. So, one of the scriptures that the Lord led me to was the scripture from Matthew 11, verse 28. And um, I'm actually going to read it, and if you don't mind, um, Mandy... Oh, okay. Um, I just would like someone, if you don't mind, if they could just bring me my phone. I think it's over there because I need a specific version. I want to read it from the message translation. Matthew 11, verse 28. Otherwise, if you can get it up on the screen, I can just read it from the screen. Um, oh, that's fine. Thank you. That's mine. Well done, Peter. You're anointed. Um, hallelujah. 
But it's very important that I read it from, from, from the message translation. So if you just bear with me one, te- one second, I'm just going to go to Matthew 11. Okay, and I'm going to read it from verse 28 from the message. From the message translation, Matthew 11. And it starts like this. It says this, and I love it. In fact, Brother Graham and myself, Prophet Graham, are sitting in the back over there. Was We were discussing it the other day. And we just love the message version of this because it starts like this. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and walk with me. Watch how I do it. And this is so beautiful. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Isn't that just so beautiful? What God is saying, he says, come on, get in step with me. Cast your cares upon me. Walk with me and flow with me. Learn my unforced rhythms of grace. Because where I am, there is fulfillment for everything. Amen. Amen. He says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me. And you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Praise God. I mean, that is such an encouragement. Because God is telling us, <laughs> I'm not, this is not the message that I'm meant to be ministering on today, but I'll get to the message I'm meant to be ministering on today. But the Lord just said I should share this. Because so many of us are carrying so much around. We're carrying so much around. And God is saying you don't have to carry that around. He's saying, cast your cares. And casting is an action of throwing, of actually casting it away. Because, you know, we're trying to move forward, but we're carrying all this baggage with us. And God is saying, you don't have to carry this baggage. Let me take it away from you. Come to me, and I will carry you. Flow with me. Flow in my unforced rhythms of grace, and you will receive the fullness of life. You will receive joy. You will receive peace. doesn't mean you won't go through stuff, but God is saying, I will carry you through that. Amen. He's saying, I am more than enough for anything you might be facing. And that we should be giving God a big hallelujah for. Because the truth is this. Aren't you just tired of trying to do things on your own strength? Well, I certainly don't want to do things in my own strength. Because I can tell you one thing. When I do things in my own strength, I mess it up badly. But I can tell you one thing. When you commit anything to God and you give God control of your life, you might go through stuff, but you'll go through it. And you'll get to the other side. And you'll get to the other side not smelling of smoke. And you'll get to the other side and God works all things to the good. And you will have your test will be a testimony. And your mess will be a message. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Well, that's what I had to do, and um, obviously somebody needed to hear that, so praise God for that. <laughs> okay, so now we move on to what God actually wanted me to minister on. As you know, we um, two, three weeks ago, can you believe it? Love Beyond Church, hallelujah. We, this is our fifth service, praise God. 
and we're growing, praise God, hallelujah. Um, but uh, three weeks ago, we started the series called Living Life God's Way. And um, we sort of touched on certain things. We touched on what love is, just as a foundational start. Um, the fact that love is a person, that God is love, that love is a spiritual force. Uh, we went on and discussed various issues around that and set a foundation. So if you can't go back and actually watch the video on that, what I would recommend is that, uh, Pastor Andre, with what we can make sure is that, um, I think we can make sure that we can put these notes up on the on the webpage or make them available, I think. I'm not sure how, but um, I'm sure we can somehow make make sure that people can get their hands on what has been ministered already, just as part of the foundational building. And then what we did was we discussed marriage and you know, doing marriage God's way. And really what it's about is when we're living life God's way, we are an expression of His love. We allow His love to be expressed in everything that we do. And today, what I really want to get into is children. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Children are a gift from God. Hallelujah. Can I hear an hallelujah to that? Children are a gift from God. But with children come with a great responsibility, don't they? And children are very important to God because God refers to us as his children. Um, he refers to us as his sons and his daughters. So the concept of children is very, very important to God. And as parents, when we have children there comes a great responsibility. And as Christians, when we become parents, there comes an even greater responsibility. The responsibility is that we need to express God's love to those children in the right way. We need to be able to live our lives in a way that we are actually showing them Jesus. Amen. So what the Lord said before I actually get into, and sorry, let's rewind a little bit, sorry. What we need to do today is I need to, Stick to my message very, very strictly, which is very difficult, because when you someone with my background, you like to talk a lot. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, but God's got a specific pattern He wants to follow today. And as I was preparing, the Holy Spirit said, "Bring the message," and then um, we need to move into a time of of worship. Are you okay with that, Pastor Andre? We're going to spend a bit of time on the Word. I'm going to bring the message today on. Living life God's way with regards to children, and then we're going to go into a, a time of just worship, allowing the Lord to minister to us, because God is saying that He wants to minister to us, and He wants to bring healing. Because who knows? In His presence is a fullness of joy. In His presence is healing. In His presence is deliverance. So I'm going to bring what I need to bring, and then we can move on and uh, let God do what God wants to do. Amen. So I'm going to read some scriptures. I'm not going to put them up on the um, screens. The first scripture I want to just read is Psalm 127, verse 3. It says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Psalm 8, verse 2 says, Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Mark 10, verses 13 to 16 says, People who... People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. 
for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone will not receive the kingdom of God like a, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. That's powerful words, those. And he took the children in his arm, in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. Ephesians six verse four says this: Fathers, do not exasperate your children; do not frustrate them. Is another way of putting it. Instead, bring them up in training and instruction of the Lord. Matthew eighteen one to five says this: It says at the time. The disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest? Isn't this something that we hear so much? Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like a little child, or you become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, Whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. A powerful truth, brothers and sisters. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Matthew 18 verse 10 says this. See that you do not desire... Sorry, let me say that again. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you, that their, their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Isn't that beautiful? Then James 1 verse 27 says, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. Is to look after orphans and widows in their distress. And to keep oneself from being polluted from by the world. Mark 9, 36 verse 37 says this. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whosoever welcomes me does not, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but the one who sent me. Amen. So what I really wanted to do through that was to show you very quickly the importance that God places on children and the extreme responsibility that we have as believers in and Christians and followers of Christ to be able to make sure that we are actually showing our children Jesus, showing them the unconditional love of Jesus. You know, I don't know about you, um, anybody in this place a parent? Anybody by way of it? Okay, so we have a lot of parents. And for me, I think I remember when I mean, I remember when, when um, Rosemary was born, it's our, it's, our, it's our youngest. But I remember being there and thinking at that time, how can you not believe in a God that, is, that creates heaven and earth? How can you not believe that God exists when you actually have this situation where you see a child being born? But from there, the most amazing thing about being a parent for me is that you get a glimpse of the unconditional love that our Heavenly Father has for His children. Because I don't know about you, as a parent, man, you would want to do anything for your child. I mean, you'd get, you'd, you, when your child is going through stuff, I mean, we've all had children that have gone through stuff, man, or they're battling with stuff, or they, 
or they're in pain or they're hurting or they've got a sickness or, they, or they've been bullied or whatever it is, we look at this and we say, you know what, Lord, if I could just step into their place, if I could just, if I could just have it on me. And, and to me, that is just such a wonderful illustration of the love that our Heavenly Father has for us. You know, because God says He loves us unconditionally. So if you take the love that you have for your child, okay, and you, I mean, I don't know how many times you could times it, but if you times it to infinity, we still would not be able to truly understand the love of our Father. Because He loves us 100% unconditionally. There are no conditions with regards to His love. And it's very important that when we are dealing with our children, that we actually show them, as believers, the fullness of His love. And we allow them to experience His goodness. You see, as parents, we are tasked with the spiritual and physical well-being of our children. You know, and very often we neglect the spiritual side with our children, don't we? Um, you know, we kind of say, almost say it's someone else's responsibility. You know, we, we kind of want to think, oh, well, you know, it's a church or it's... No, no, the, the actual start of responsibility is with us as the parents. We, we are tasked with that, and we need to make sure that we are inputting that into their lives. You see, and it's not necessarily about reading the Bible to them or singing a nice verse. Uh, yes, Jesus loves. It's a beautiful verse. And it's a beautiful song, and it's wonderful to do that. But the way we conduct ourselves in our daily lives and the way we react to situations that occur in our lives will definitely be a predominant factor in forming their relationship with the Heavenly Father and how they respond to circumstances that they will encounter in their daily lives. Your children are watching. They're watching what you do. They're watching how you respond to situations, how you respond to trials and tribulations. They're looking at it. And they're saying, okay, well, how's my parents? You know, I mean, you call yourself a Christian, but why are you doing that? You know, that's what they do. <laughs> I remember telling my daughter a story that um, I got to drive a car when I was 12 years old. <laughs> you know, we won't go down that road. But so I should, by telling her that, she wanted to drive the car. And I had to say to her, no, you can't drive the car. But she said, that, but Dad, why? You drove the car when you were 12. I said, because, no, you can't. That's not responsible. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? It's a, I'm making light of a situation, but the point is this, that we need to make sure that we are showing them how to actually receive the love of God. And actually our actions will show that much, much more than our words. You see, the way an earthly father inter interacts with his children and this is very important, fathers. The way you interact, interact with your children will definitely influence what perspective a child will have of God. You know, if, this can have a very serious long-term impact, either for the good or bad. This is why we have so many adults who, as a result of the bad relationships or the bad relationship that they've had with their natural father, have a struggle to understand the concept of a heavenly father who has nothing but good plans for their lives. I mean, this is so true. When you've had a father that's been abusive, when you've had a father that's beating you up, when you've had a father that's just let you down in every way and not been there for you, you battle in the natural to receive, well, 
from because of the natural in the spiritual you actually battle to believe that you have a heavenly father that's going to love you unconditionally you battle to understand the concept that god wants to bless you that he wants to give you that he loves you beyond what you could ever hope think or imagine you battle with that it's a struggle to understand the concept of a loving heavenly father you see they cannot understand the concept of a heavenly father who is, who, who is able to do more than they could ever, ever, ever imagine. They understand that he's able, but they do not believe that he's willing. And that's just a problem that a lot of us have. And, it, and a lot of it comes because of how our natural fathers interacted with us and treated us. I mean, I remember speaking to a lady who said that she battled to receive from her heavenly father as a result of how her earthly father treated her as a child when she was growing up. I mean, her parents were divorced, and her biological father would make promises that he wouldn't keep. He would say he was picking her up at 9 a.m. to go and have an exciting day and do a whole lot of stuff, and then he wouldn't arrive, or he would arrive very late, and not take her to do the things that he had promised. I mean, what happens as a result of that? As a result of the above, we have Christians whose, whose love walk is, is compromised. They battle to receive the unconditional love that the Heavenly Father wants to pour out into their lives. And this is a huge, huge problem that we face in the, in the body of Christ. And the problem is people kind of don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with the issue of, 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 of the father wound, of, the, of, the, of their hearts being wounded because of what's happened with their fathers. You know, and it's, it's, and it, and, and it's tragic, and it's something that we can deal with when we take it to our Lord. The Holy Spirit is able to come in when we open up our hearts and is able to do heart surgery. He's able to come in and, 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 and heal those wounds. But we need to open ourselves up and allow Him to pour His love into our hearts. I mean, this is referred to as a father heart wound, as I said. However, the good news is that when a person opens their heart to the love of God and allows the Holy Spirit to reveal these issues, then healing can take place. The Holy Spirit is the best physician and in and through this process of total surrender to His love, we experience His healing power in every area of our lives. Amen. Well, Father God, I just thank You, Lord, that the message You wanted me to bring today was short, to the point, but it's what You wanted. I'm not going to add to it, Lord, and I'm not going to take away from it. So I'm going to ask Pastor Andre to come forward. And we're just going to allow you, Holy Spirit, to minister to us. My prayer today is that you open up your hearts. Open up your heart and let the Lord minister to you. If you're sitting with issues in your heart right now where you've had situations where you've had an abusive father, you've had issues with your father, that might be not, you might think they're resolved, but just open up your heart and just let the Lord minister to you. Because that's when healing comes. Amen.